0: Welcome to your path to success with Ruth Kearns Volman, a podcast created to inspire, encourage, and equip you on your personal path to success. One of the ways I love to do that is by interviewing accomplished leaders about their journey. And today's interview with Sylvia Ciarolini is one of my favorites so far. Sylvia is a group director of analytics and insights at a large corporation by day, and a superhero by night. You see, when Sylvia's daughter Vicky was two years old, she was diagnosed with a congenital eye condition, which meant that she would gradually go blind. Sylvia decided that when Vicky was older, she wanted to be able to tell her that she'd done everything she could to help her to see for longer. That's why she founded the charity Through Vicky's Eyes. In our conversation, Sylvia talks about how she was able to apply her professional skills to collaborate with researchers, drug companies, and patient groups to move the needle on a cure for this disease. And she also talks about how her charity work has made her a better manager and leader at work. Enjoy the interview. So my guest today on the podcast is Sylvia Ciarolini. Sylvia's a remarkable lady. She's not only a group director and expert in media, consumer insights and marketing at a large corporation, she's also the founder of a non-profit organization that has raised over a million dollars to fund research into a rare congenital disease that causes blindness in children. And uh, she also is a super To Vicky and Filippo, Sylvia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ruth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, Sylvia, I follow you on social media, and I do know you. And sometimes when I follow people on social media, I'm a little bit skeptical that they're putting, you know, is this real? But with you, I know it is real. And I'm (laughs) like, how on earth does she do all of this? You know, you have a challenging job. You're doing amazing uh, voluntary work on the side. You know, do you ever have moments where you think, what day is it? What am I doing? <laughs> oh, yes, all the time.
1: <laughs> I, I could be speaking about media plans and analytics and data in one moment. And then the second moment, I'll be with a researcher somewhere around the world talking about their new plans or their current research on how to prevent uh, blindness. And then the the next hour, I could be talking with a family somewhere, trying to help them on the journey of their son or daughter being diagnosed with congenital disease. And yeah, so my my life sometimes feels like Dr. Jackie and Mr. Hyde, but I like juggling a lot of balls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. And I, I'm guessing that it's because you're passionate about this, about what you do.
1: Yeah. I love, I love applying my skills to make an impact. And I think I found a way, I found the purpose, I found a goal. When my daughter was diagnosed with uh with this rare congenital disease called LCA, our world turned upside down. I, I can't tell you how I felt. As a family, we went through very dark, uh, dark months. But at some point we said, you know what, we have to do something. We cannot just stay uh, still and, and wait until she is slowly going blind. We have to do something. And and I looked at my, my husband uh, and I said, hey, let, let's start. Somewhere, and let's look at what we can do applying our skills, applying our time. And we had no idea where this journey would take us, but here we are now.
0: Mm. So, you had a destination somehow. How did you yeah. define the destination of where you were going?
1: Our destination and how I define success now is really looking at my daughters in their eyes and tell her, I've done everything I can to help her see the world for longer. And that's what motivates me. That's what I want to do and in 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Tell her this is what I've done. And that's what keep me, keeps me going and gives me the passion and the, the push <laughs> to work through good and bad
0: days. Yeah. And so your world was turned upside down. What was the impact on your whole life, your, your, your career, your family life, when you started to set up? this charity that you you've set up yeah.
1: yeah it was a big gamble for us we had no idea no previous experience of fundraising nor research uh, we come me me and my husband from very different backgrounds so it was a bit of a jump in in the unknown uh but really uh, along the journey we learned so much and i'm at the point where i would have never thought i'm saying that but i'm almost grateful that I can go through the journey I'm on because I'm learning so much and it's changed me to the better, has changed our family to the better, is helping me realize how I can use my skills for the greater good, which is an amazing, (laughs) an amazing sensation and something to push and live for.
0: It is. And so many people I speak to, so many people I work with, aspire to using their skills for the greater good in fact it's what motivates me in my work is that I know that if we all put our our skills but uh, and our passion and our and our competencies towards something that's going to make a difference in the world we will change things in fact it's the only way that we're going to be able to change things for the better
1: yes yes Uh, many people told me like how how do you do it and I'm like I'm just a mom who is motivated to do everything she can to help her daughter and I know a lot of people will be will be doing what I'm doing (laughs) if they were in my in my shoes it's just that that motivation that inner fire that you you feel and 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 really gives you the the strength to 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 keep going
0: so Sylvia I know what you're doing because I follow you but but some of the listeners won't know at all what you're doing with through Vicky's eyes tell us what some of your biggest accomplishments have been over the past 4 years
1: yeah so so vicky is affected by a uh, degenerative eye condition so she's slowly going blind and unfortunately right now there is nothing we can do to slow down the sight loss but, what we have been doing is working with researchers, advocating, supporting, bringing families together to advance research and find a treatment for Vicky and, and other children like her. So, I'm very proud that right now we are we are the closest we have ever been to a treatment for for Vicky and and kids like her. There are actually two companies that are planning. A clinical trial in the next uh, one to two years on Vicky's condition, which is a massive milestone for us. Um, so and, and there have also been many other kind of accomplishments uh, that I'm really proud of, including the um, bringing together over 100 patients' families around the world with the same condition, uh, helping them. Um, I mean, driving you know support and education. Working with researchers on a day to day basis to to push uh, work forward and develop actually new therapeutics approaches for weakest condition so a lot still to do, but I'm very happy of, of kind of what where we' have, what we've done and and where we are right now and hopeful for the future
0: mm. and you've raised a lot of money as well so there's all the kind of as you said there's the fundraising there's advocating bringing people together there's connecting with academic research and companies and so on it's a huge huge piece of work
1: yeah there is a lot of there's many elements uh, many elements to it it's just coming together (laughs) trying to push it forward
0: yeah how has your professional experience helped you in the work that you're doing through, with, through Vicky's eyes and, and also the other way around. How has what you've learned through what you're doing here had an impact on you as a person yeah. and a leader?
1: Yeah, I recently gave um, a talk about this topic, actually. And the title that I choose was how the worst day of my life made me a better manager Because I'm really, really convinced that uh, this journey as I mean, there are synergies in what I'm doing, although very, from very different areas. uh, But but there are synergies in terms of the skills that I've developed, collaboration, um, leadership, um, pushing, uh, influencing, pushing things through are really helping me to do what I'm doing uh, with my charity work. At the same time, my experience and my journey with through Vicky's eyes have given me tremendous new skills and really helped me to, you know, develop new competencies, push me uh, to the next level, really make me. Take more risks and and really learning from also this experience. So definitely, I I cannot imagine my life without <laughs> without this journey right now, which is hard to think it was only four or five years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you talked about risk taking as one of the things that you've had to learn. What are some of the other things that you've you've learned, and that yeah. have helped you to grow? I mean,
1: definitely the idea of focusing on small steps and, and and really painting a picture of starting from making small changes to really drive the big changes, which is something I have to keep in mind every day on my charity work. We have the eye on, you know, the cure, but this is going to take years because <laughs> science is very slow, but you can actually celebrate all the small wins and the extra and the collaboration you managed to drive, and the connections, and and, and the money you managed to raise. So that's for sure. I also learned a lot about asking for help, which is an underrated huh. skill. <laughs> Most of the time, we tend to try to do everything on our own. But I'm just, it's amazing to see how many people are helping me through this journey with opening up their network, giving me a hand, helping me through, you know, fundraising or volunteering. And it's just what you have to do It's just ask. And there are a lot of people that are actually wanting to be part of, of this. And I'm so grateful for, for, the, for the village that we're bringing together to climb this mountain. Interesting yeah.
0: point about asking for help, because we only need to ask for help when we step outside our comfort zone and I know when we were we were talking a bit before about the fact that you know you've had to learn things and go into topics that you don't come from a biology background you don't know this area and you've had to step outside your comfort zone you've had to ask for help Um, and I think so many times in our lives we stay in our comfort zone don't we
1: yes no definitely I would have never imagined to have now a peer-reviewed article in an ophthalmology international journal (laughs) under my name (laughs) somebody that has studied marketing (laughs) um, rather rather crazy but actually uh, one of the biggest compliments i got uh, a couple of weeks ago was from uh, a lady I'm I'm working with, she's a chief scientific officer, one of the largest organizations we're partnering with, and we talked for about twenty minutes. And then I told her about my background, and she was like, "Oh, I really thought you were a scientist." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, everything I learned is is through you know reading papers and and Google, and uh, but I, I can yeah sustain so a conversation on uh, on biology and gene therapy
0: right now." <laughs> And that shows the power of just having the motivation to do it and, and pushing through when it's hard and keeping going. Yeah. You know, there's been
1: many obstacles along the way. I can't say that is all good and, uh, and easy, starting from, of course, dealing with uh, on a day to day basis Vicky uh, and making sure that she grows, no matter what's going to happen with her site, that she grows as a happy and accomplished and secure and like ambitious little girl as as she's doing but also it's been very excruciating to know that the therapy is out there is not we're not trying to discover something completely new I mean there's been a, a similar condition that has already been treated so it's really excruciating to know that the science is there but everything else needs to be built And that's why I think me coming in with some business and management skills really can help and make a difference because it's about, driving aligning interest is about driving priorities and making sure people collaborate and work together and that that's not always easy sometimes the science part is the seems the difficult part but here is almost like the i would not say easy part but it's there is a lot more that needs to come together for for something like this to to become a reality
0: right. but, and i i love that because you know i started off my life in in academic research in, in cognitive psychology And one of the reasons uh, why I left was because it was too theoretical. Mm. And I think that it's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about coaching people in the corporate world because I believe that. You have, as you've demonstrated, skills that if you partner with with them with experts who really know what they're doing, we're gonna we're gonna make so much more progress. Um, and yet sometimes these two worlds don't meet. So that seems like also an area that you've really enabled is to bridge the gap between different worlds and different influence through different yeah, you know, different connections that need to come together.
1: Yeah, a little story on that, actually. One of the things I'm mostly proud of over the last few years has been organizing a a scientific conference on on Vicky's condition which has been the very first scientific global scientific conference on that and when I had that idea you and I worked both in corporate environments and we do global meetings all the time probably every every other quarter you know we meet together a lot of people discuss what needs to be done work through but this had never been done on 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 Vicky's condition and when I Proposed this idea to a few people, they looked at me like I was coming from Mars. They're like, what, what do you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, we work through what has been done so far, what are the opportunities? We bring people together, a clear agenda, we we discuss and 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 I mean clear action steps on how we can move forward. And it took me like, well, nine months to actually convince key stakeholders that this was a good idea. And then the of course, this the conference was a massive success. We had the FDA there, we had some biotechs, we had some researchers and, and everybody was so impressed by the fact that, you know, this could have actually come together at the point that there's now been replied uh, for uh, a couple of other conditions similar to, to Vicky, Wiki, Vicky's one. So, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't, what you were saying of like bringing our corporate experience and to the research environment and can actually make make a difference Mm.
0: Mm. but I think one of the skills you need for that and and you haven't mentioned it but I'm just guessing it's there is the ability to speak someone else's language the ability to listen and to bridge you know to walk over the bridge towards them and sort of them see that what's possible
1: yeah. No, definitely. I had to. I mean, I came from nowhere, right? I was a mom with a daughter, and like you know, <laughs> there are many newly diagnosed uh, patients, and so even to sustain a conversation with researchers, even be considered, you know, credible, and yeah. and to have a seat at the table. I mean, that required a lot of work. If I look back, has been you know a combination of me learning. A lot on the science side, although I think I have a lot still to learn. <laughs> so, uh, but it's also you know trying to bring, understand what my role could be, and and really the the value that I could bring, uh, bringing the the patient view, and driving this collaboration, bringing people together, and then people are actually appreciating those, those skills and 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 understand that actually by you know I call it like patient-driven science (laughs) but it's like working together across patients and scientists we can go much further than than science alone
0: yeah absolutely I want to come back to something you touched on but you haven't said much about because you said early on in the conversation that this is actually I don't know if these are the exact words but made you better as a family and so there's this aspect of the, the actual work you're doing with through Vicky's eyes. And then there's the aspect of how you're living this out as a family and particularly considering that, that there are all sorts of things that, that Vicky is having to adjust to over time and, and learning new skills and so on. T- tell me a bit about that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's tough. I, I, I don't want to
1: hide it on, on a day to day basis you constantly have a number of additional things you have to take care of when you have a you know a child with special needs or any disability. It's already hard, you know, to <laughs> to raise children, but but there is an extra layer here, making sure that they're set up in the right way, they're learning the right skills. Vicky's learning braille and touch typing, just you know, in preparation of what it might come alongside, you know, doing mobility and habilitation sessions. And so there is a lot going on also to make sure that from her emotional well-being, I mean, every, I mean everything is, let's say, as, as good as it can possibly be. Of course, this is not a, it's hard for us as, as parents to know that your child is slowly going blind. I can only imagine like leaving this on your skin and, you know, having to work this through in in your childhood or or adolescence so it's something that i honestly i think uh, every day like how to help her and and prepare her as much as i can so so the day-to-day is uh, is that and then there is also a lot of work on the charity side which means a lot of our free time as a family and is actually dedicated to this and 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 it's okay. It's okay. I, I love it spending my weekends, <laughs> like working through uh, research contracts, presentations, or working through reading papers. And and I do it because I I love what I'm doing. But but yeah, there is a lot of impact that this has on a kind of day to day basis for for our family. But it's also, of course, bringing us together, uh, bringing. As adults together, like with a common mission and and purpose, bringing the children along along the journey of what we're also doing for Viki, but also for for other kids.
0: Yeah. And so how would you summarize, you know, how it's made your family better, work better?
1: I mean, really giving us. It's another layer, another level of purpose and sense of belonging and sense of fighting for something together. And that's something that it will stay no no matter what's going to (laughs) happen. I hope I can teach my daughter that you can fight for what you want to achieve (laughs) and you can fight for a better world. Mm -hmm. And yeah, take me, take everything away, but I can still fight and show her that
0: yeah, you, you can make a difference. And also, I don't know Vicky, but you know, when when I see some of the things you're posting on social media, she's showing enormous amount of resilience and learning new things and managing something which is is progressing. You know that that she over time she can't see as well. Well, she may not be able to do things in the same way as her classmates and. And I think that's a whole journey as well, isn't it? A whole learning for her, but also for you as a family.
1: Oh, she's amazing. I mean, honestly, when they told me she was two years old, that she was severely sight impaired and her sight would go away. I had all the possible thoughts about she's never going to be able to write or read. And of course, I was also very ignorant. I didn't know anything about the world of blind people and how you can adapt. But now, I mean... She's skiing she's she's riding a bike, she's doing more than sometimes than than her uh people, i mean kids her age are are doing and it's just unbelievable the way she adapts and she just she just does everything with the little side that she has left and and yes, it's a constant adaptation, and yes, it's sometimes a little bit more difficult and it takes a little bit more time and yes, it may get worse in the future but but really, she's teaching us that, that she can go on and do everything she sets her mind to.
0: Mm. So, Sylvia, as we come towards the end of the interview, I meet a lot of people who would love to do something like, like you're doing, would love to make a difference, fight for a cause, set up a side hustle. But it just seems so daunting. What encouragement or advice would you give to people who want to make a difference, um, but are feeling stuck or, or, or lost?
1: Yes, I know how it feels. It feels like you have a, a mountain in front of you when you don't know if it's worthwhile climbing it. Mm. But my advice would really be go, go take the first step, go fight for your cause. There is no failure. There is no failure here. Progress is accomplishment. You can achieve much more than you think you can. Uh, Even for us, I don't know if we're going to be successful. I don't know if we're going to find a cure for Vicky and when and if it's going to be available for her. But I know for a fact that if it's not for her, it will be for other kids after her. So really go and fight for your cause. There is no
0: failure. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Silva. It's so inspiring to hear your story. And I also want to ask you, for those who might be interested, how can they find out more about Through Vicky's Eyes and, you know, support you on your journey?
1: Yes, we are on social media, Through Vicky's Eyes. Uh, You can find us and follow us. And
0: thank you. Mm -mm, Thank you. What a wonderful story. Sylvia has done what so many of us want to do. She's stepped out of her comfort zone to make an impact for the greater good. And she's done it by applying her much-needed professional skills. Of course, it hasn't been easy. As she said, there have been many obstacles. She's had to take risks. She's had to focus on the small steps and persevere to keep her eye on the destination and the purpose. And of course, in her case, the cause came to her, the motivation to help her daughter and children like her to see for longer. The question is what is the cause or the purpose that will have you step outside your comfort zone to make a difference and to grow? I'll leave you with that thought. And if you are at a point in your life, in your career, where you're wondering how you can step up to make a bigger difference and have an impact for the greater good, and you're thinking that maybe coaching could help you, I'd love to have a conversation. You can contact me via my website, yourpathtosuccess.ch, or you can email me directly at ruth at yourpathtosuccess.ch. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to hear more stories of ordinary leaders making an extraordinary difference today in different areas of society.